Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain, and you're listening to WNS Podcast. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsHorse.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsHorse.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dano Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 321 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, Domenis Podcast, on YouTube, Domenis Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, yeah, the podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. And Tyler's at Tyler underscore There you go. So welcome to the show. Got a lot to cover this week. We've got feedback, Q&A, Raw, SmackDown, Payback, Predictions, Hot Topics, all that good stuff. Maybe some more. Who knows? But uh, And Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. If you're hungry for them, sure. Why not? So uh, how you guys doing? All right. Yeah? Trapped in the apartment. Trapped? You're trapped yeah. because of because of weather again. Well, not really. I'm not. Uh, yes enough. I have to babysit my niece, and she's in bed right now. That doesn't sound weather related, sir. Well, it's not weather related, but you know, family related. You said trapped, and I said because of the weather, and you said, "Well, yes, and no." Oh, did I? Yeah. So, anyway, oh, my bad. All right, priorities. But thank you, uh, Tyler, for. Uh, joining us this week uh doug how are you i'm good yeah yeah hanging in there yeah have you gotten to play uh breath of the wild anymore no not really i've been pretty busy really yeah how about you tyler how's breath of the wild treating you i put it down again um <sighs> uh, the last time i played was was it last week or two weeks i don't know i sent y'all a picture of like a dragon i saw that flying I, through the air i saw yeah, one last man, night I, yeah? He was electric, and he shocked me when I tried to touch him. Oh, snap. Yeah, it was no fun. I'll have to get uh, some... Doug uh, said there was like a few of them, because I had only the green one. Hmm. Yeah, I've encountered, like, the ice one and the fire one. I guess mine was electric then. It was during a uh, a lightning storm, and I was trying to run away from the... Uh, what is it? It's like the half man, half horse thing. Lionel. Lionel, yeah. Lionel. Trying to run away from one of those, and uh, I was like, "Okay, well, the Lionel just got struck by lightning, and uh, oh, really? And he lived. They're pretty, they're did, pretty tough. Though. It did like seven hundred damage. They got a lot of hit points, but he's got like twenty. Yeah, he's got like twenty seven hundred hit points. So I was like, "Oh, that's not worth fighting." Was it right a zebra? No, the zebra ones are bastards. I think it was red. The zebra ones are real pains in the ass. Really? Yeah, I think they're the like the toughest version of them. Oy, so did they strike? So it struck the Lionel, did it take some of its health? Yeah, about 700. Oh, shoot. I'd be like, just run away from it and let the lightning finish that bastard off. <laughs> I was hoping for it, but it didn't. Uh, anyways, I'm getting ready to uh, free the, the the desert from their evil camel, lightning shooting camel machine. Oh, I haven't, see, I haven't gone to that one. I've, I've been to basically the other side of the map. I've, I've been through about the other, I'd say the right half. Mm-hmm. I got the, I got the elephant. 
Now I'm working on the camel. I got the elephant and I got the um, the gecko or the lizard or whatever is on hmm. the mountain. I'm not sure exactly yeah. if it's like a gecko or a lizard or what. What's so funny, Daniel? I was telling uh, Doug a while back. If like if you're like far away and you can see the mountain or the volcano, if you look, if you see something crawling on the volcano, you'll see one of the guardians crawling on the volcano. Yeah, I'll pass on that. That's where I'm headed next. <clears throat> I've had to dodge my fair share of the guardians, and they're no fun. <clears throat> see, I've, ne- I've never encountered one when I didn't intend to. Like when you do the elephant, when you're, whenever. The um the prince uh, is like, hey, follow like go go up there, like mm-hmm. follow the path or whatever. You like go by it and you swear to like pan over to it, but you just see it like spouting water, so you don't. Nec- it's not necessarily yeah. out. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I've never accidentally like had to mess with one, but I well, like I've been on top of a cliff and one was below me and it was trying to shoot up. But is it the bird or huh? is it the camel or the bird? One looks like a bird. I think the one's like a hummingbird. Is what it looks like. Oh, I don't know. I think we got. Oh, fight. you're saying guardians? I'm thinking divine beasts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no I've, <laughs> I can find some guardians. I can't yet, but I'm getting there. I'm There's getting a trick. Closer. There's a trick. There, yeah. Do you do the shield deflection thing? Not yet. I'm not brave enough to try. Yeah, that. I can't time that right. It breaks my shield and it always deflects to the right. Hmm. You have to like lock the target in on before you. Put the shield out. Like Z yeah, targeting. I've done that, but I think it's just timing, you know? Get your timing right, Bear. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. I'm looking forward to playing more of it this weekend because I'm traveling up to Dallas, visit my family, and in my downtime, I'll be playing Breath of the Wild. <coughs> so anyways, noise, noise, noise. Uh, let's talk about some uh, feedback a hey, little bit. really of quick before, okay. just because I don't, I don't know what, since I don't, I don't know anyone else with the Switch but you. Mm-hmm. The Joy Cons stay charged like a pretty good amount of time. You surprisingly yeah, good. They, I, I, could, I could probably go like two days without like plugging in or something. I think it said it does twenty hours on a single charge. That's pretty good for the Joy Cons. Yeah, that is really good. I find it funny because like, PS4 is like you got like three tops and you better plug yeah, that in. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, Kelsey's been draining my <laughs> PS4 batteries because she watches Netflix on the PlayStation Four, but she doesn't turn off the controller whenever she's uh. watching it. And so I'm like, you gotta. Just turn it off or set the timer to five minutes or something. Right. But I come home and it, the controller's on. Let's plug it in if you're going to leave it something. Yeah. <clears throat> going to kill my batteries. Anyways, <laughs> let's go into feedback. First bit of feedback we have is from James. I know we had some homework assignments for everyone, and I would like to thank the two people who weighed in on it. <laughs> um, the first one being James saying, three hours for SmackDown? Yes, their writing is far better than Raw. So uh, thank you for the feedback, James. Uh, next bit we have... Thank you. Huh? I was just saying thank you, thank you. Yes. Uh, next bit we have is from Clark saying, "I would like to see three hours of SmackDown. Raw should just move the cruiserweight division to NXT since they don't really use them that much. Having gender as the number one contender really brings a nice change of pace from the predictable outcomes that happens in WWE. Do you expect this? Uh, and as far as Breezango, uh, in regards to what happened on SmackDown, do you expect a face turn from Breezango? Yes, because if you look at the division, yeah. if you look at the division, there's only one face team, American and, Alpha, and of the other teams, they are the going to be the easiest to turn face. Yeah. So I expect a face turn. I agree with that. Also, uh, I just want to throw this out there. You all know how <laughs> how pumped I am when they won the tournament because I've always liked <laughs> Brizongo from the beginning. Yeah. 
Ben Enzo. Yeah, even though everyone treats him as a joke, in which their characters are, but I still love him. Since day one-ish, like yeah. his shirt says. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really understand that shirt. Do you guys? No. Nope. Day one-ish? <clears throat> yeah, I don't understand <clears throat> that. Like, are they trying to say around day one, or are they trying to say shit, but ish? Uh, no clue. Good question. But day one shit. Ah, uh, maybe so. Maybe so. Hmm. I didn't see. I didn't even like consider that. So maybe so. New homework assignment for our listeners. Yes. Day one ish, <laughs> as in like ah, I was there like in the first week or so. I was a fan of the Usos. Or are they saying day one shit? <laughs> I'm gonna go with shit because why would you even bother to say <laughs> day one ish? Yeah. Unless they're trying to say like Danish. Day one ish. I'm I'm the almost Swedish. positive that I'm saying anything Swedish. about Swedish. God, bring a little Danish. Tom Green into this. Good lord. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, unlike unlike Doug, I can catch a few references from you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but thank you for the two that did uh, supply some feedback this week. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, let's go into Raw because it plays into uh, payback. Uh, which we'll give our predictions for that. Or do you guys want to cover SmackDown first and then go into Raw and then? Our... I didn't it see. I worked late and I didn't see Raw, so it's up to okay. you. I, don't care. I saw SmackDown, but I didn't see Raw. Tyler, how about you? I saw SmackDown, but I saw bits and pieces of Raw. Well, that's better than me. Okay. I had to work really late Monday. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, we'll we'll breeze through Raw. I heard real it was quick. bad. If there's any uh, Raw was bad. That's what I heard. SmackDown was good. <laughs> Raw was bad. Um. Well, things I saw, I didn't enjoy, but eh, you know, the, there was just the 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 memorable, if you can call it memorable moments, weren't all that amazing. Uh, you know, they had uh, uh, the Kalisto and Braun Strowman dumpster match, the first time it's happened in twelve years, and the first time it's ever happened on Raw. Uh, the match ends with uh, with Strowman getting his legs kicked out from under him, and he ends up in the dumpster. Matches over, Kalisto wins. I heard that they didn't even have to. Like shut the lid to win. No, which he is just weird. like he stood in it. And is it because no. he's so tall and it would have been weird for him to probably? Because see, it would no. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I I didn't see it, so you know, take what I'm gonna say about anything on Raw with a grain of salt. But maybe because they were trying to make it come off as a like a fluke win for Kalisto, but yeah. if he had gone all the way in and closed, it would have been more of like a decisive win for Kalisto, and they sure. wanted to be like, Kalisto just eked one out on him, and that's what pissed him off. And that's and that's exactly what it was. Uh, it was, think back to the Cody Rhodes-Big Show tables match, where Big Show got his foot tripped up, his fluke, foot went yeah. through, and he's just like, uh-oh, and the ref calls for the bell. Right. Same situation here. Uh, Braun's legs got pushed out from underneath him. He landed in the dumpster. He wasn't in the dump. I mean, he was standing. Right. And the ref called for the bell, and that infused Braun Strowman. He got in the ring, just absolutely destroyed Kalisto, threw him in the trash can, um, closed it. They had, uh, um, oh, God, what is it? Just a, a, a tether to keep it locked in, and then he pushed it off the ramp. But the thing is, with the ramp, it was like three feet off the ground. So it wasn't very impactful like the old days where it was like, oh, my God, like they probably just right. killed the guy. Um, well, I remember hearing about the time that they did that to Terry Funk, and he got like really hurt doing that. Yeah. When they like threw him off a, a significant ledge or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah, I, I can I can believe that, but it just it didn't really have like that big of an impact. Like the the tables that are in here, the counters, it was lower than that. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't like anything you're like, oh my god! But I mean, it was enough to where it, the trash can tipped over, and then they did all you know the stretcher and all that, and got him in the ambulance. And so yeah, I don't well, know. Uh, Go ahead, Tyler. What did you think? I mean, to cut the thought off, but what did you think of Kalisto, his new look and his new music? Because with his new look and new music, you would think he's a badass. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I like. He got new music. He got new music. He had new attire. Metal. It was like completely. It was like all black and everything. Like even his eyes were blacked out. It looks. I mean, it looked pretty sick. Is it the same, same gear in like a different colorway or like? Hmm. Uh, is it like color swapped attire or is it like new like new attire? It looked new fairly. Attire. It looked fairly new. Okay. Like it. It looked like it had like dragon scales coming out of the back. He's always had and, that on his uh, Drago esque. Yeah, very. You know what? Now that you say that, I did hear someone say that it was. I hear. I heard people talking about how it was pretty dragoist. Yeah, it, it was very much like that. Uh, I mean, it looked great. the The entrance theme is going to have to grow on me. I didn't. I didn't really feel like it fit him to begin with. Um, I thought it was up your alley because it was kind of like a metal, you know, lucha. Well, at song. first, at first, it sounded eight bit. So I was like, okay, they're mesh, they're meshing. TJ Perkins theme with Naomi's theme with the his original theme and it was just it was just odd uh, so maybe in time it'll grow on me and I'll I'll like it but at, at first listen I was like what is that <coughs> um but yeah I mean, it was it was fine the uh, the rest of the show was so forgettable there was nothing really that that stood out uh, I mean the main talking point was Miz trying to find a tag team partner to go up against Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose trying to oh, make shit. Yeah, man, you're totally right, man. Sorry to cut you off. But no, it was that's like, fine. The, I mean, that was that was the other big point uh, of Raw. You know, like he was trying to get a tag partner to go up against Jericho and Ambrose. Ambrose was trying to make friends with Jericho because of their storied past by giving him a regular jacket that had Christmas lights taped on it. And yeah, like, like okay. If y'all remember correctly, um, in my my head was the Miz and Dean Ambrose stuff on SmackDown. Eh, to y'all. Yeah. Yes. The same thing here. They just threw Jericho and they threw Bray Wyatt into the mix, so it was all yeah. Eh. It was it was all over the place. Uh, you know the they had uh, Dana Brooke in a match against Alicia Fox. Dana like. If, that was really bad. Too. If you want to see a crowd give absolutely no reaction, watch the beginning of this match because the music hit. No one stood up. No one cheered. <laughs> no one clapped. Like everyone's literally just sitting there watching, and I, I was sitting there going, "My God!" Like in wrestling, the objective, despite of winning or losing, is to get something from the crowd to get them to cheer, get them to boo, get them to do something. I mean, it was yeah. it was silent. It would be like if you went into the 2K games, turned the sound effects from the crowd completely off, and had your character walk down to the ring. Like that's how bad it was. <laughs> it was it was bad. The match itself was atrocious. Thank God it also, only went about many ninety. People have the same signs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A lot less signs. <laughs> the other the other difference. Yeah. Um, it was bad. I couldn't stop staring at Dana Brooks' mouth because like she her her lipstick smeared on her teeth. 
Mm-hmm. And so Emma, Emma, after the match, came in and like gave her a hug, and she's just like, "What are you doing?" But like all I'm staring at is her teeth and how they have like red lipstick on it, and it's just weird. It was weird. It was bad. I didn't like it. Um, they had a sauce- well, ever, everyone's going through. Um, like we said last week with SmackDown, everybody, even Raw, they're going through how they put the pieces together to make everything click. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is, they're not doing anything to click. Like, they're not putting any pieces into play. Like, I get what they're trying to do with Apollo Crews. They're trying to give him something. They're having uh, Titus O'Neil go out there and try and extend the the um, the, the brand Titus and all brand. that. But that was another match where the crowd gave zero reaction. I even, like, sent out a tweet about that one. I was like, good Lord. I mean, Apollo Crews is, like, he's such a talented guy, but there's no reaction from the crowd. If they put Strowman yeah. and Reigns on SmackDown, literally everybody I have interest watching would be on SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Even Alexa Bliss? Oh, you know what? I forgot about Alexa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and Alexa Bliss and Bailey had a uh, had a promo before her mat uh, before Alexa's match with Sasha Banks. Uh, Alexa Bliss is in a class of her own. Bailey was struggling uh, in this one, like it. You know, oh, I, really? I understand she's supposed to be the quirky, kind of nerdy, shy fan who turned into a wrestler who became a champion, but her delivery was so poor uh, in this match. I hate, I hate like coming in here and just like complaining and bitching about about Raw and saying, "Oh, it just wasn't good." But the fact is, it wasn't. This was not a good show. Um, like I, I would have been fine turning this off and putting on Breath of the Wild and just reading Cliff Notes. Uh, as far as what happened, um, you know, uh, because there was such there was a lack of continuity. Um, and for those listening who, who are questioning it, I'll give you the prime example. Uh, Enzo and Kaz were teaming up with Seth Rollins to go up against uh, Gallows, Anderson and Samoa Joe. Before the matchup, Enzo and Kaz get jumped. Enzo gets taken out. They go to commercial break. They come back or I should back up a little bit before they go to commercial break. Rollins comes out um, then they go to commercial break. They come back. Kurt Angle's talking and said, "Hey, don't worry, guys. I found I found a tag team partner for you guys, so you're good to go for a three on three match." Out comes Finn Balor. Totally fine. Cool. Works. Throughout the entire the, the entirety of the ma- of the night, the story was Miz has to find a tag team partner. So about an hour in, he's told you're going to have a tag match. You need to find yourself a partner. It can be anyone you want. So throughout the night, Miz is like asking people, and there's even an interaction with him and uh, Kurt Angle saying, "Hey, we we finally got a, a tag partner. Someone reached out to me. He wants to be my partner." He goes out to the ring, says, "Hey, here's my partner." Nothing, nothing, nothing. Match gets underway. Kurt Angle doesn't come out and says, "Hey, I found you a tag team partner," regardless of whether it's heel or face. You know, it's like, oh, you were instantly able to find someone for this match, but you're not able to find someone for this one. So, I don't know. Like I said, it's just it's nitpicking a little bit, but um that that's what happens whenever you put on a poor product. I start noticing those little things. Um there was a funny moment, a funny moment where uh Rhino got his crackers knocked out of his hand because he offered them to Maurice and she said, "No." And uh he gave like this shocked, "I can't believe you've just done this." Look. And said, well, fine, no crackers for you. His delivery was much better, and it was actually pretty funny. 
Did he eat the crackers off the floor? He did not. He was he was shocked and he was surprised and he was sad. I mean, character wise, he strikes me as someone who would pick them up off the floor and eat them. Well, sure. <laughs> so, Five second rule. Yeah, you know, maybe ten seconds. Well, the guy was trying to run for mayor or something like that, so he doesn't want it, that to come across as bad in case he tries to run again. Well, don't want to waste them cracker stuff. Well, yeah, you don't want to waste them, but you know, do whatever you have to do to make the public look look interested in you. Um, yeah, turn off the camera so I can eat the cracker. Yeah. Uh, the other matches, Matt Hardy versus Sheamus, that was fine. Matt Hardy defeats Sheamus. Uh, Cesaro was pissed off at, uh, at Jeff Hardy for uh, getting a little involved in the match. He was complaining. He wanted to fight. And uh, Sheamus being the, the, the bigger man, extending his hand uh, for a handshake. So I think they're teasing a uh, Sheamus and Cesaro heel turn, and I'm more than expecting Which- that to happen at Payback. Yeah, which I'm fine with that because for the longest time it was, I mean, there's no hill face as a team. I want them to both be on the same page as a hill stable. I think that'd be good because we haven't. It's been a while since we've seen a hill Cesaro, right? No, yes. Well, shame uh, for Cesaro. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, for shame it's not not not, not, not too, long, not too long. Yeah, I mean, he's just now starting to get the crowd on his side. From Cesaro, uh, and now they're going to. Wouldn't it be weird if they that. switched it? It's like, oh, Cesaro's the heel, and Sheamus still stays the face. <laughs> That's probably where they end up going. I don't know, Doug. What do you think? Uh, I don't doubled. think I don't think that they're going to be. I mean, I I think they will flip them both heel, but I don't think they're going to flip like one. Okay. Um, the other matchup: Austin Aries teaming up with Jack Gallagher, defeating Neville and T.J. Perkins. So, I mean, that was that was it in a nutshell. Um, Dana Brooke, my God, they should not have turned her face because she's not getting a reaction. Uh, I'm hoping they can do something with Apollo Crews because he's not getting a reaction either. She got brought up too early. I mean, well, yeah, she didn't really have a chance to get her legs underneath her in NXT. Yeah, and then she was used so sparingly on raw she was only used really as charlotte's like second so yeah and then for a while she wasn't even that i think she went to do that bodybuilding competition mm-hmm. and then and she came back and they're like yeah. oh we're gonna make you a face now and, right all right well now you're a face now yeah well they did the whole like they teased like the start of her feud with charlotte and it's like they skipped like a is the tease and c is the payoff where she's mm-hmm. like i'm not your I'm not on your side anymore. But they like skip the whole B part where you like get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But Raw, it was kind of a letdown. Um, like I said, I probably would have preferred to play Breath of the Wild. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke uh, on SmackDown. On the other hand, do you want to do picks before we do SmackDown? Yeah, sure. Why not? Because we've got. Wait, do I go second? Because I'm confused. Because Tyler's not here. Do I usually go second, or do I go third? Well, I go third. I go third. Okay, that's why. Well, there, and there's also a, an issue with satellite <clears throat> things, so he'll be behind us regardless. Okay. So uh, we got to hear those picks. Okay. There you go. Um, oh, we're not doing it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're uh, changing it up a little bit this week. Um, so pay, payback's taking place this Sunday uh, on the WWE Network. Which, by, by the way, guys, before the show even started, I, I meant to tell you this, and I forgot. Um, I might not be able to watch it at my house. Because uh, I'll be on my way back from Dallas, time pending. So well, if uh, I'll be in Florida. Oh yeah, well there you go. So 
Well, yeah, I'm so. kind of busy anyway. I'll probably just watch it. No okay. worries. No All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll make our own plans. Damn it. Shit. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So payback taking place this Sunday on the WWE Network. Uh, they're teasing a uh, Miz TV featuring uh, Balor. Uh, Finn Balor. Thank you. Um, they're also having a kickoff match. One that we've never seen before. It's going to be fun and exciting and new. Enzo and Cass versus Gallows and Anderson. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, will this be for a number one contendership? I don't know. But we're going to see this match. It's going to happen. So, um, Tyler, we'll start with you. Who, who are you going to pick in this one? Okay, this really plays off of the what's it called the tag team titles too mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go with gallows and anderson okay how about you doug who won the match in raw because i don't know because i don't have any context you said um, they had the, the like three on three on raw what happened there oh uh where did it go oh the good guys won uh, Big Cass, Rollins, and Balor. Oh, and that was something I forgot. Who was uh, who were the 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 club's partner? Samoa Joe. Oh, that's right. That's right. The uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins debuted a new finisher. I don't know if Doug. I don't know if you I heard, heard about that. Like a rainmaker knee instead of a clothesline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're calling. I think it's considered the rainmaker trigger. I don't know. But anyways, he. Uh, he, wait, he called it the Rainmaker or something? No, no, no. But, oh. like, I think that's what it's called online. Like, other people have said, oh, that's that's Kenny Omega's. That's the oh, Rainmaker the trigger. trigger. Oh, okay. Um, but, anyways, yeah, he spins him around and Rainmaker v. Trigger. Go, goes into the uh, uh, a knee strike to the face. So um, he doesn't do pedigree anymore. He teased it, and then he was like, no, I'm going to do something new. I don't want to be like Triple H. I'm not Triple H. I beat that guy. His, his his move is is less than me now because I won. That's um, so like a ripcord knee, like pulls the arm back and then goes on the knee. yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and Kenny Omega responded and he was like, "It's okay, it's fine. Uh, I still have my entrance music, <laughs> something along those lines." Um, so yeah, um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, end zone cast versus Gallows and Anderson. Doug. I'll go to the club. Going to the club. Yeah, I'm going to pick Gallows and Anderson as well. I think it's going to play into the uh, the tag match uh, later on as well. Hey, can I just <laughs> say this now because I'm going to forget when we get to SmackDown? Sure. Did you guys notice that they're still calling Rowan like one of the Wyatts, even though they have him on? I did notice that. Yeah, it's like the I last, the weird. last whatever of the Wyatt family. Well, it's weird or... because not only that, but on his graphic, it said like member of the Wyatt family, like on his <laughs> little side graphic. And I don't know if that's something they're eventually going to get rid of or whatever. But I thought it was interesting that they usually, whenever they split them on different brands, they just like like let go of whatever mm-hmm. like team affiliation they have or whatever. So yeah. I don't know if this is something where they're going to acknowledge like inner promote inner brand like stables or something. I just thought it was weird. I don't know. And it's weird. But, uh, I saw uh, in a review of Raw and SmackDown, they're they're appara- apparently uh, not labeling the Wyatt Orton match as the champ a championship it's match. Yeah, what's up with that? 
It's just a House of Horrors match now. Well, I think it's, I mean, it's one of two reasons. One, why it's going to win. And so, but he's not, he's going to stick on Raw because if he won the title, he'd have to go to SmackDown. Sure. Or two, they're just giving you like reason to doubt the the outcome. And I don't know which it is, but it's Mm -hmm. one of those two, right? There's no other reason other than those two. Yeah. So. I mean, I was I was almost expecting Bray Wyatt to get the win, get the title, and end up back on SmackDown. But that's just see, me. Yeah, I don't, I can't see that. Yeah, that'd be a weird. That's a too fast of a switch, then, huh? Well, yeah, but what's Orton done with the title? Like, I I'm still not buying into the whole thing for for his title run. Like, I still don't understand why they went that route. Because uh, because he's, he's Randy Orton. Yeah, I guess. I could see Wyatt winning. Yeah. Because this is really like, they've already really separated. He's already splintered off. and They've both already sort of splintered off into their next feuds. So mm-hmm. it's this is almost like an after, after yeah. afterthought. It was kind of like, oh, crap, we already booked it. We already told people this was happening. And well, I guess we better make it happen. So, um, but yeah. Okay, so we'll go into the next matchup. Cruiserweight match. Why don't we just do the word and why okay. thinks we're talking yeah, the shit out of it? Why right not? Now. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. It's not expected to be the main event either. I think Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman is going to be, which why that's not like a last man standing match or something like that. You know, anyways. Um, so Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, House of Horrors, non-title. What's going on there? So Doug, we'll start with you. I'm going to say Wyatt. Yeah. I'm not sure the the non-title stipu- well it's not really a stipulation it's like a lack of a stipulation <laughs> not the non-title like nature of it again i'm just not sure if that's so why you can win without switching brands or if it's like a reason for you to question the outcome but uh i don't know like i sort of feel like he it would help him become the the like achieve the stature that they want him to be that clearly he's like they're looking for him to be like one of the top hills on raw he sort of needs a like win to do that. It's non-title, so it's not like he has to like go back to SmackDown or take the title. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like an easy way to give him the the win he should he needs without having to like muck up everything in the in the process. So I'm gonna go Wyatt. I mean, I could see Orton winning. Yeah, but that's just my guess, Wyatt. Okay, and even uh, Orton's delivery on SmackDown was like, I don't even know what a House of Horrors match is. But I guess we'll find out on Sunday. No, he said, I have a feeling I'm going to find out. Like, yes, you obviously are going to find <laughs> yes. out. You're going to be in it. You're going to know. By, by the time it's over, you're going to know exactly what it is. <laughs> by, the time you, by the time the bell rings, you're going to know exactly what's happening. Um, so, uh, Tyler, we'll go to you. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton, House of Horrors. Um, I'm going to pick Bray Wyatt and the plant. The plant? Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you like to fill us in about plant. the plant? Yeah, that big plant that eats people. Oh, that's that's a little shop of horrors, not house of horrors. Same, same difference. No, there, there's a difference. Yeah. One's a shop, the other is a house. Same difference. Tomato, tomato. Okay, so you're picking Bray Wyatt and a plant you to know this, win. This bit wasn't, wasn't funny when we did it last week. <laughs> So you're so you're picking oh. Bray Wyatt and a plant. So if just Bray Wyatt wins, you don't get that point. Whatever. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna go Bray Wyatt as well. If it's for the title, I'd say Randy Orton, which I was expecting to, but then it was like, oh no, this is non-title. 
So, um, well, I'm also looking forward to um, Jinder Mahal beating Randy Orton. Yeah, you think that's happening? Yeah, it's going to happen. Okay. Um, we shall see in time. Uh, we'll talk about the Cruiserweight matchup next. Neville versus Austin Aries in a WrestleMania rematch. Uh, Doug, we'll start with you. Neville versus Austin Aries. I'm going to say Neville. Neville? Yeah. All right. Tyler? Oh, man. You know, I, I really want Austin to win, but, like, I just have that feeling that he's just going to lose again and he's just going to be – I don't know what they're going to do with Austin there. He's just going to be there. Not that, but, not that it would stop huh? them from doing it, but, like, the whole – if Aries wins, I don't see a, a, a challenger for Aries lined up. TJ Perkins. That's true. That is true, yeah. Yeah, Never they mind. put um, yeah, because he's a hill. Yeah, um, Austin. I'm gonna go with who I want. Austin Aries. Yeah, probably gonna be disappointed, but yeah, Austin Aries. <laughs> I think they would do Austin Aries just because it hasn't been built for WrestleMania. They built it up like Austin was gonna get the win, and then he lost this time. People are like, whatever, and he's going to end up winning. The crowd's going to give a mediocre response. Then they'll have uh, the rematch. Austin retains. TJ Perkins is the next challenger. Whatever. I figured that's that's the only storyline that could make the most sense because if Neville wins, who's his next challenger? How Gallagher, right? He's already yeah. We've already gone through that, and yeah, Gallagher. Gallagher even challenged for the UK title on NXT and lost, so they're not even booking him very well. That's true. So, I mean, yeah. Rich Swan has fallen away. You know what? I'm going to change my yeah. pick to Aries as well. You guys convinced me. Oh, interesting. That that's kind of rare for us to convince you to change your pick. Why well, don't I? I'm I'm going off of the no context no context of Raw or anything. So okay. I didn't like fill it out. <clears throat> gotcha. You guys are making a sound argument for your picks. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so I'm picking Austin Aries. So all three of us unanimous in that. Um, next up, Raw Women's Championship: Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Alexa, man, it's gotta be Alexa. You think so? They like to beat I people agree. in their hometown. She, yeah, <laughs> that's true. And she did say that in her in her promo to Bailey. It was like, so let me get this straight. We're gonna be in your hometown. Your parents are gonna be there. All your friends are gonna be there, and I get to beat you in front of all of them. I think they're high on her, and if they want yeah. her to to be like have a big impact on the raw women's division, this is like the time to like don't make her just another part of the d- division, yeah. and then try to just do it while she's the hot actor. Right Strike now. while it's hot, yeah. So you're going with Alexa. I'm gonna pick Alexa. All right, Tyler, how about you? Same. Okay, I'm gonna agree with you guys. I think Alexa Bliss. Uh, I just don't. I feel bad for Bailey because like her her promos just aren't there i don't know i mean she's she's sound in the ring but not on the mic uh alexa bliss you know she's improving in the ring and she's well i don't think that's a fair comparison because i think alexa's better than anyone else on the mic that's like saying well, yeah she's like the very best and you're like well she's not better than the very best but yeah you know so, I, I see where you're coming from but i think alexa is like in a class of her own as far as like promos for the women yeah and she gets a she gets a pretty solid reaction from the crowd so uh, yeah, I think Alexa's pulling it off. Uh, next, Raw Tag Team Championship, the Hardy Boys versus Sheamus and Cesaro. 
I personally think the Hardy Boys are going to win with Sheamus and Cesaro turning heel at the end. I'm thinking the Hardys, too. Yeah, Hardys to retain. Okay, that one was quick. Uh, the United States title up for grabs, Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho. If Jericho wins, not only does he get the title, but he also gets to go to SmackDown. So yeah. I'm, I'm picking Kevin Owens to win. Jericho takes some time off and does whatever it is he's doing. and uh, Making shitty music. Making making <laughs> music, yeah, going on tour, doing all that stuff. Tyler, yeah. how about you? You shied right away from that, the shitty music. Huh? <laughs> going on tour you don't with wanna, his band. You, you don't I haven't wanna, listened uh, to his I'm, music, I, so I can't I can't judge based on that. Uh, same. Um, Owens, he's gonna leave. Yeah, Owens and Chris Jericho is gonna leave to do shitty I, music. I mean, Owens is the the new face of America. Sure. And they're already lining him up against AJ Styles, so he's he's kind of set. He's okay. I'm taking Owens too. Okay. Shitty music and unanimous. I mean, apparently you're trying very very hard not to alienate any uh, Fozzie fans who may be listening to this show. Right now. <laughs> all all one of them. <laughs> no, I just <laughs> I haven't heard any of his music, so I don't know if he's good or not. I, don't I, I heard a song or two inadvertently, and. Uh, yeah. I felt like I was oh, somewhere and it was playing someone I was like someone was like, That's Fozzie. I was like, Oh <laughs> well, like, Yeah, that, that time they did like a soundtrack for one of the TNA pay per views. Oh god. Yeah. Like I remember they did a performance on Raw, but I don't remember how the music was. Um He likes a lot of, a lot of that cock rock shit. Eighties mm. <laughs> metal band hair band and all that. Uh, speaking of music, Tyler, I don't know if you're uh, as excited as I am. New Gorillas album coming out at the end of the week. I am, but I'm pissed. Why? Not coming. Yeah, cool. I was kind of devastated by that as well. I'm kind of bummed they're not coming to Houston. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but Houston's sort of like a dying market for like touring acts in general. Yeah. Like they'd well, rather, he said they'd they're rather not do coming Austin to Texas at all. Oh, they're not. Yeah, the, the Gorillas aren't coming to Texas at all, but um, yeah. I hadn't. I had not heard that. I wonder why. Maybe just people stop going to the shows. Maybe. Um, people got other things to do. Uh, next matchup: Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe. Uh, part of me is expecting Joe to win this. I don't know why. They haven't had too much interaction with one another, but I'm I'm kind of expecting Joe to get the win. I'm gonna say Rollins <laughs> solely because I feel like my picks have been heel heavy, so I'm yeah. gonna go with Rollins. Okay. Tyler? Oh, man, man, man. Uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. All right. And that'll leave us with the final matchup, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Uh, And they are saying that Roman Reigns suffered a dislocated shoulder, his ribs are hurt, his back's hurt from all the injuries he sustained from the, um, the ambulance flip and everything. So that could give them an out for having Roman lose, and it'd be like, well, it's okay, he was really injured. He shouldn't have even been in that match, even though we had plenty of time to call it off. So I'm personally going with Braun Strowman to win this. I am too. Isn't he getting the he's getting the Lesnar match, right? I hope so. I'm Woo! going Strowman. That'd be awesome. Strowman. Yeah. How about you, Tyler? Same here. Yeah. Braun Strowman? Yeah. Bro! 
Darn. All right. So that'll pretty much do it for our payback predictions. So uh, hey, those were some good picks. Those were some good picks. Um, always got to do it, don't you? I will hang up on you yep. right now. Uh, no. <laughs> so uh, let us know in the comment section uh, who you think is walking away from payback a winner, and uh, and we'll see who got the most right. Friendly little competition. Hey Tyler, can you tell that I'm using your mic? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He'll hear it whenever he listens to the show. He's like, "No, you still sound like shit." <laughs> well, we'll try it on your microphone and then come back. Okay. See, see if he notices the difference. Uh, because Tyler, he, Doug is using your mic this week. Can you tell the difference oh, wait. now? Oh wait, it's not even on. There you go. Try it. Try it now. Oh, can you tell the difference now, Tyler? Yeah. Really? Are you just saying that now? I could be wrong, but the other one sounds clear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's give our, our audience a chance to, to know what, what our microphone setup sounds like. <laughs> All right. Clearer. Better? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> don't don't even say anything. <laughs> Whatever. Anywho, uh, SmackDown. Let's talk about SmackDown. Um Shinsuke Nakamura comes out. He's supposed to have an interview with uh, with Renee before anything happens. Dolph Ziggler comes out and is like, oh, I've got an interview. Let's do an interview with you, and I'll let you say one word, and then I'll translate poorly of what it means. It means you're, you've always been a fan of mine, and you look up to me, and I'm your hero, and there's a lot more, but, you know. I got annoyed with him. With Ziggler? Yeah. Then he did his job cutting that heel promo. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's kind of like go away annoyance. Yeah. What yeah. do you think, Doug? Uh, it didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, it could just be Ziggler. I'm not a big Ziggler fan, so that could be the problem. But it just didn't work. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it probably is Ziggler. He also, I mean. Tyler beat me to saying let's go away <laughs> with me, but I mean anybody who's listened to this show for any length of time knows that I'm not like the biggest Ziggler fan in the world. What? So. Yeah, I know. Um, Doug, maybe you can answer this for me. I don't, I don't have the answers. But why does uh, why does Shinsuke wear the mouth guard even when he's not in a match? Like, has he just been maybe in so many strong style matches that like he's missing a whole bunch of teeth? No, he's got oh. his teeth. Okay, I just I find it very strange that you know maybe like when he's got the get up on he feels like like naked without the mouth mouthpiece I don't know like maybe sometimes like the other day I forgot I almost left the house without my belt and mm. I always wear my belt to work and uh, so I was like I, feel like I felt like weird I was like wait a minute yeah this, this feels off <laughs> so I like felt around I was like oh I'm not wearing my belt I had to go back in to get it yeah one day I left I left for work I was in a hurry and I forgot to put on my wedding ring because I usually take it off and and uh. Uh, forgot. Whenever I sleep. Air quotes forgot. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, absolutely. I hit up the strip joint later that night. No. Um, <laughs> and it just felt it felt so weird, like, not having it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always, like, twiddling with my... Yeah. Yeah. I just felt uncomfortable. Um, so maybe that is. I don't know. But I just felt it was strange because it was like, okay, you're going to go out there, you're going to talk. I figured he would not have it. I Anyways. You never know. Um, so I don't know if maybe he was just, like, missing a whole bunch of his teeth from from matches or something got one knocked out or, or something but nah. okay cool uh we had the opening contest 
AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. Kevin Owens was on commentary. Uh, what do you think about the matchup, though? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, if we had a little hash hash mark, like a what do you call the like? You put do the four marks and then do the fifth or what do you call the tally marks? Yeah. If we had like tally yeah. marks on the wall for all. Like every match that AJ just decided to one off take a stupid bump in <laughs> this fucking this this wall for no reason for no reason at all this wall would be covered in like tally marks because he did the thing where okay he goes he takes he he bumps through the rope and then he like sets up waiting for Corbin who gives him the boot and then he bumps to the floor from the apron for no reason at all yeah. only because he's AJ he's AJ Styles and he wants to give the fans what they paid for yeah God bless that guy I don't know. That's why SmackDown is the house that AJ built. It was built on his yeah. broken back. I'm not going to argue. But, uh, yeah, that dude's great. I'm scared that he's going to hurt himself one of these times. Yeah, you would think by now he would have, but... <laughs> I mean... Yoga, man. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, if he's going to take... If he he's if he's gonna take that kind of stuff for Ellsworth, you know, I guess <laughs> you know the, the guy just wants to take like really difficult, really unnecessary bumps in all his matches. <laughs> Did either of you guys watch the uh, table for three with AJ, uh, Shawn Michaels, and Kevin Nash? No, I've not yet. I saw clips. <laughs> Man, <laughs> they uh, they were talking about. How, That's an odd pairing. Did they set that up, or they're just like these three? Yeah. Well, it's it was like they all have a common bond, uh, and the bond was the Bullet Club to the NWO right. or, the, or the Click, uh, and also they both worked with Kevin Nash, right. but they wouldn't say where okay. AJ and Kevin worked <laughs> right, together. Right. They said the other company, right? But uh, but they wouldn't. Did they make a deal about? It? They were like, oh, the other place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you you put in some good work at the other place. Uh, and uh, so for a good 10 minutes or something, they're talking about how AJ was trying to get HBK to come out of retirement to have that match at WrestleMania or whatever. Right. And the whole time, you could, if you'd go back and watch it, HBK is trying to just be like, look, kid, I'm done. Stop asking me. Everyone, just stop asking me. But he was trying, he was doing it in such a way that he's like, he's trying to explain it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I mean, if I were to come out, who would who would win this match, and who does it benefit? Because if I come out of retirement and beat you, whatever you're doing is shot. And if I come out of retirement just to lose, what's the point in that? And right. you know, so he's he, you could tell he was getting so flustered because he's probably been asked that question like ten thousand times. Look, he's not gonna if he didn't do it for Brian and he didn't do it for AJ. There is nobody he's gonna fucking do it for. Like yeah. if he was gonna do it, it'd be for one of those guys. Yeah, there's no point. No. Anywho, it was uh, it was worth checking out. Those little table for threes are are fun little watches because I mean it's yeah it's like twenty five minutes. That's so. got to be pretty new though, right? Yeah, it, it released uh, this past Monday. Gotcha. So uh, go yeah, see and, Monday and was bad out. for me. So. Yeah. Um, after the matchup, uh, Kevin Owens attacked. Baron Corbin attacked. Sami Zayn tried to make the save, but he ended up getting power bombed. And then later on, talking smack, Baron Corbin attacked Sami Zayn, and uh, the WWE officials came and tried to split them up, and uh, Corbin shoved one of the WWE officials, and then he was like, oh, crap, what have I done? Damn it, Zane, this is your fault, but what have I done? Uh, and they announced that Baron Corbin has been suspended for one week, so he won't be on SmackDown next week. There you go. Ah, oh. Yeah, that'll show him. Um, hey, can we talk about the Rusev thing? 
Sure. I don't know if you have this in the notes or it not. It is. Okay, but... That's all right. So he's not going to be back till Money in the Bank. Correct. That's he's, what he said in his... He's still recovering from his shoulder injury. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, he made it seem like, uh, I'm getting a championship match or I'm just not showing up. Right. Deal with it. But so it was that's, odd that he's like, not for pay, not for payback. Not right? for backlash. Back, I'm sorry, I said ba- I that's said payback, right. I meant backlash. That's right. Payback <laughs> is this Sunday. That'd right. be way too soon. Right. Um. But yeah, Money in like, the Bank's the one after that, then. Yeah, it'll be between that and it'll be payback, backlash, maybe something, and then Money in the Bank. Okay. So. Yeah. I wonder if we're gonna get vignettes between the, then and now consistently. Also, the other thing is maybe it's because he's gonna be out for so long, but they also it looks like they're gonna present them separately. Yes. Him and Lana. Yeah. And I, I know she. I know that she's gonna wrestle. But it seems like they're taking care to make sure they're like separate acts. Yeah, you know they're I mean? getting they're getting two separate vignettes. Right. Uh, so weird. Yeah. Last thing, I really, really want a Rusev AJ program. That would be so good. I I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how we get there or when, but Owen, I really want Rusev. AJ. Owens drops the title to AJ, and then Rowan says, match. "I want a title match. Yeah. Give me, give me AJ." I really want Rusev AJ. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That would be. And that was another thing they were uh, they were talking about on the table for three, uh, because uh, AJ was putting over the fact that Kevin Nash put had a really good match with him, which AJ Styles has had a really good match with everybody. Right. Um, but he was like, you know, the big man, little man, it's such an easy story to tell. But you, being HBK, he was like, you and I, we would have to like test the waters for for a while to get our our timing right, because you know, with big man, little man, it's it's easy. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what you're going to do, but those two guys of the, of that caliber, it would, the beginning moments of the match would be just a feel out kind of thing. Right. So, anyways, go like I said, go and go and check it out. Um, they had a uh, the return of the beat the clock challenge, which uh, I I, I enjoy. Um, American Alpha went up against the Colognes, and then later on, Brizango went up against the Ascension in a beat the clock challenge. Number one contender. For the winner, whoever has the fastest time, uh, American Alpha ended up getting the victory over the Colognes, uh, but Brizango beat the clock by defeating the Ascension, which was kind of a shocking surprise. And like Tyler said, uh, he was all for it. I don't like them beating the Colognes here, not this early. I understand that because of the number of teams in the division, if they're going to go somewhere other than American Alpha and um, Usos, they're not going back to that, so they have to create another team to do that. Well, you know, to be honest with you, they there was not a, like a like a build to them either. It's sort of just like the gender thing. It was just like they want to match, he yeah. want to match. It's just like, which I kind of have to give SmackDown credit for that for for taking chances and shaking things up. Like, well, I could buy. I could buy it for for one or the other, but I don't like that they're doing it with so many teams. Like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe maybe if we're just gonna take this opportunity to say this is a fresh start, and therefore we're gonna take an opportunity to push a couple of, of teams or people that have not been pushed. Yeah, fine. But I don't want this to be the the new thing. Is just like we flip a switch and there's a push out of nowhere. Like, there's nothing wrong with you doing get this. A push. Like, you do get it. a push and you get a push. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with like building someone slowly over time to become mm-hmm. like a contender or you know, uh, to elevate them. Well, I think this is the time to do it because, you know, backlash is 
uh, still a number of weeks away. So they are they are, they do have this time to to start establishing these guys and get a little credit. I think they just wanted well, to not, say they're not they've they established them in one show that they're the contenders. This wasn't like a like a series that they did to right. They didn't they didn't get win after win after win, but right. and, they ended and, up getting and, the and if we're being honest, they're a team that is a job team who has lost the predominantly all their matches, if not all their matches. Sure. Same same thing with gender. And I know that we we weren't particularly hard on. Not that not that gender didn't feel like it was presented well, just that it came out of nowhere in the sense that he's a guy who lost a lot of matches. Most of these are team teams and a guy who's used to doing a lot of losing. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, this these are players now. Like, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm fine. It's fine that they're doing it. This I just don't want to see at every time. They, I don't want to flip flip the switch and be like, this is a player now. Like sure. Like do some actual builds of some people and elevate them slowly over time. Mm-hmm. I guess it's fine. I don't like them beating the Colognes because they just got there and they did the whole, like they they're also players now. Yeah. Except except that they didn't like say, well, they're not like contenders. They're just like, oh, we're here and like we're pissed off and we're gonna make make our mm. presence felt or whatever. But I don't like that they beat the Colognes. Although I like the, the way the Grand Amplitude felt like sort of like a flash pin in a sense it was sort of it felt like a Hail Mary like almost mm-hmm. like a, it was like a desperation move that they just happened to nail because it made it feel like it didn't it didn't feel like a fluke win but it also didn't feel like a decisive win which is important because they're you don't want to kill off the clones right off the bat right and it's hard to walk that line between this isn't a fluke also it's not decisive do you know what I mean also and and you're trying to rush because it's the beat the clock challenge so sure it's like ah oh. and so for whatever, just the way they threw the Grand Amplitude, like, with the Desperate, it just felt like they just walked, they just straddled that fucking line between, we didn't kill off this team that we just, that we just brought over, also we didn't beat them, like, also it didn't feel like a cheat, I don't know, it just, the way it that just they, seemed right. Yeah, it just, it, that's real fucking hard to do. Mm-hmm. And, and the match wasn't great, but it's hard to tell a story in, like, five minutes and some change when the story is basically just... We're working as fast as we can, which they did. They showed urgency. Yeah, whatever. But that the way the finish I thought was so brilliant, the way it straddled that line between not too much, not too little. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably not articulating what I mean very well. Uh, I get. But, I get but, what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, another thing about the uh, Brizango and Ascension matches, and I know I've brought this up in in years past. Whenever they do have the beat the clock challenge, I'm glad that they showed urgency. They they. We're looking up at the clock constantly, going, "Oh, how much time do we have left?" Rather than just, "Oh, this is just a normal match." La da 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 da, you know. So I'm glad that both all four teams showed a sense of urgency in trying to get the fastest time. So, <coughs> excuse me. So I'm glad that they did that. Um, Randy Orton had a uh, no disqualification match against Eric Rowan. What do you think about this, Doug? <clears throat> um. For one thing, Orton left him hanging so long before he hit that table spot. Like with all the wall, uh, like I'm wobble selling yeah. for you. He left him out there to whoa, fucking die. He was there forever. Whoa, it felt like he was in there for three fucking minutes. Whoa, whoa, and it felt whoa. so. It felt like so such a huge like incongruence that Dick move. table bump, table bump. We go to commercial. We come back, he's on offense. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Felt such like a huge incongruence. And I was like, 
well, what happened? And they're like, oh, let, let us show you what happened on the commercial break. I was like, oh, okay, well, they're going to show us how he made his comeback, how he got the upper hand. What they show after the table bump, he got thrown in the fucking ring steps. <laughs> I was like, it was just a commercial break. How's this guy on fucking offense if he went through the table <laughs> and the stairs? It's like, and I know that they do that. That was poorly paced. Like whoever the agents were, whoever made the decision. I know big bump on the outside. He's selling. We're going to commercial break and we're going to bring you back for the action. But the bump that he took and then subsequently more bumps that he took during the commercial break does not add up to this guy's back on offense in like four minutes. You know what I mean? It's like, what? That's why you got to see it live, Doug. Well, I wasn't there. That's why you got to be one of those guys who's at every fucking show front row annoying every other fan who watches the program is like how do they do it i don't know it's i know it's sort of a nitpick i know it's like that's a big bump to the outside so they can go to commercial (laughs) but god damn they show like him going through the steps and then i was like why how is this guy back on office they didn't even show how he got the upper hand they're just like let us show you what happened in the commercial break oh this happened and this (laughs) happened but even more punishment why is this guy on offense I don't know. He likes the punishment. It really bugged me. I don't know. Maybe other people didn't have... He's just that crazy from the Wyatt family. I don't know. Other people probably didn't have as, as much problems with it as I did. But. Nah, probably not. Uh, but Orton ends up getting the victory. Uh, then Jinder Mahal comes out and starts cutting a promo. Um, Loved it. Yeah. I thought I, He fumbled a few lines. I know people are going to give him a hard time because he flubbed like the way he said the title. Oh, but, yeah. The world WWE championship. But... The the presence was there. The way he was like the the way he was speaking was there. Like mm-hmm. they presented him strongly, and they needed to. Yeah. And the Sing the Sing brothers they did their part well. To me, it was a very strong presentation of gender. Yeah. And it's, I it's, agree. It makes it easier to buy into him as a new player mm-hmm. when they present someone like they're they're gonna try they're gonna honestly try to make this guy. Yeah. Is what it looks like. And I like that they're using the the Sing brothers, and they're they're. They're saying they're not the Bollywood boys anymore. They want to be known as the Singh brothers. Uh, and just the way they were hyping him up, like, yeah, look what the fuck he... Like, they, yeah. were, like, really, they were really good at it, too. And they, uh, so they all attacked Randy the, Orton. And The one thing I'm going to say is, when they peeled off in the limo and he's holding the belt out the sunroof, uh-huh. you got to get a limo without the fucking... Without, without the, like... It looked cheap because I know because oh, the logo was on the side of the <laughs> he's limo. Suppo- he's supposed to be a player, like a dude with some scratch, you know. Like he's yeah. a rich guy. He's like you don't need a rental. <laughs> he doesn't need a like. Don't give the fucking <laughs> like the whatever the rental places. That made him look a little cheap. If I was gonna really fucking nitpick, I was like, yo, you can't have that on the back of the limo, man. Okay, how about this? Would you prefer it to be that one little window pane on the side, or would you prefer it to be splattered on the back with a phone number? It was all across the back. Was it on the back? It was the whole rear windshield. It said oh. like the name of the place across it. Oh, yeah. yeah don't do that. My bad. I mean, the the side window I wouldn't have even noticed, but it was like oh, that was the first was, thing I noticed. Yeah, it was like the whole back <laughs> for a good time. Call. <laughs> He's supposed to be a That's rich hilarious. guy that makes him look like a cheap asshole. You know? Are they? I th- he was well. The first thing he said is I got more money than whatever oh. in his promo. Hmm. Cool. I thought he was supposed to be like a wealthy dude. I don't know. Playing into that. If if that's supposed to play into his character, it made him look a little cheap to have the rental. (laughs) Well, how do you think he still has all that money? He's me. Better say that money. He's wise with his uh, spending. (laughs) He's he's a thrifty man. He borrows the accounts on Netflix and you know does all that good stuff. He thanks cousin Greg. (laughs) Thanks, Greg. Yeah, damn right. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a I thought it was a strong presentation of gender though, which he needed. 
And it looks like they're actually going to try yeah. to make him so. And like I said, they still have plenty of time before Backlash. So maybe by the time Backlash comes around, he's a full-fledged, hey, he might win this. Yeah. You know, he could be a, an actual threat. You've got time. Uh, yeah. And that's what that's what the thing, like I said, you got to give SmackDown some credit. They're taking chances. They're they're shaking things up and I'm digging it. It makes it more enjoyable. Like like uh like we heard on the uh on the feedback. It it lessens the predictability. So, I'm all for that. Uh, that takes us into the main event, Naomi versus Charlotte uh, for the women's SmackDown Women's Championship. The match ends in a no contest after Natalia, Carmella, and Tamina all attack with James Ellsworth. Um, uh, apparently, they uh, those ladies were trying to get Becky Lynch to be on their side and say, look, you're either with us or against us. So, with that being said, it's, it's yep. looking... Yep. You know where I'm going with it? Yes, they're going to turn Charlotte face. Yes, they're tar- they're going to turn Charlotte face. Yes, that's where you're going with it, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so we're going to have uh, Becky, Naomi, and Charlotte be your faces. Natalia, Carmella, and Tamina, your heels. Uh, we'll probably have a three-on-three matchup at some point. That's the impression I got. Yeah. Um, thoughts on, on the Charlotte face turn? Uh, we'll see. How... I don't know yeah. if I'll buy her as a face or if they're going to do that whole. Yeah, I don't even know how to. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like, sort of like. Um... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how she does. We'll see how she does. Well, how, okay. She can have good matches. I just don't know that. How do you feel about her as a heel right now? I feel fine. I think she's a solid heel. If you take sort of that attitude of being like. I'm the daughter of Ric Flair. I'm the greatest, you know, blah, blah, blah. Without being, without sounding too cocky, do you think it could work as a face? Because, I mean, are, because, I mean Ric Flair's done that. He's he's come in, yeah, had similar attitude. The difference is, is Ric Flair... Sure, he's earned it, but... Yeah, but he, he gets the... His is the, re, the respect thing where he's like, yes, we've loved you for 87,000 years as a heel. <laughs> yeah. So... You don't have to change to be a baby face. Right. We love you for you. Like, Charlotte's been, like, a relatively short amount of time. She's right. Been a thing. So, I don't... Uh, to but, me, I mean, they're building her as, like, the greatest of all time. Yeah, and... but they're doing it... Yeah. They're doing it so manufactured that it feels fake. Yeah. Like, you don't build the... You don't just... It was the greatest acquisition on the super, superstar shakeup. They should take her seriously, and they should push her hard and strong... But, like, not – it feels too fake. It feels too fast. They're, like, trying to get her from zero to where her dad was in, like, two years. They're like, <laughs> no one goes that far that fast. That's yeah. not how it works. Ric Flair is Ric Flair because Ric Flair's been Ric Flair for fucking <laughs> decades. decades you, know? <laughs> you know, that's – you can't make you can't make a fake Ric Flair in two years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see – I mean, it looks like that's where they're going. Sure. Just so they can have an even playing field. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Ric Flair is over as a face doing typical Ric Flair stuff because the crowd loves Ric Flair, not yeah. because, you know what I mean. And half of them have ridden Space Mountain. Maybe so. <laughs> even that big girl right up front. Anyway. Ride longest line. That's right. So uh, let's go into hot topics. Um, I don't remember if we covered this or not, but Dean Ambrose from Renee Young 
got married? I feel like we did. I think so. Uh, there were details that came out as to how it all happened. Apparently, they were uh, just in their hotel room or something like that. I believe they were in Vegas. And uh, Ambrose brought out the ring. And was like, hey, you want to do this? And they ended up finding a pastor on Yelp, of all places. Uh, nice. At 1 o'clock in the morning. Right on. They woke up their friends, said, hey, meet us at whatever location, and they got married. Cool. That feels like them. You know yeah. I mean? That's good for them. Yeah. More power to them. Yeah. They, they didn't have to go all out. They didn't have to do it for publicity. They didn't have to do it for fame. They did it for them. They did it their way, and good for them. Yeah. Awesome. Everyone should be so lucky to, <laughs> yes. to do it for them. Yeah. yeah. Um. For those who are a fan of Vince McMahon and are curious as to what his life was like, uh, apparently there's a biopic in development entitled Pandemonium. So it's going to depict his life growing up. Should be pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a fascinating dude. Yeah. Um, Didn't he have like a broken home when he was young? I think. I don't know. I'm not for sure. I mean... His dad ran the Fed before him, so I don't know if sure. it's I don't know if it's his mom or whatever. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So be on the lookout for that. And since we spoke about Ric Flair earlier, uh, news broke that his fiance was involved in a serious car crash. Uh, but th- he did post a picture earlier today saying that she's going to be okay. She's just in quite a bit of pain. And the picture was her in like in a neck brace, but it was a it was one of the soft neck braces, not like a hard one like Nikki had to wear for for those months. Um, well, the halos are like screwed in your fucking head or whatever. Like if you have one of those. No, it wasn't one of those. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like a little. Her, uh, the one that Ric Flair's fiance has is like that foam material. Right. Um, Nikki's had more of the uh, plastic to keep her from like any kind of movement. Okay. And then they have like the halo that like gotcha. you're not moving. Oh, like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like this is attached to your shoulders, and yeah. you know if you're trying to move, your whole body yeah, is that's, moving. Oof. I can't imagine. Just thinking about it, man. <clears throat> that's, that's the worst. So we wish her a speedy Whoa. recovery. Since we talked about weddings, um, Big E uh, of the New Day has officiated his first wedding. I saw something about that. Yeah, and uh, he nice. he picked, you know, I guess two fans. Who is were, it called officiating? Yeah. Or the the officiant, something like that. Officiant? I don't even know what that means. He officiated the wedding. Okay. Um, whatever it is. However you word it, however you call it. Um, he did it. He did it. Yeah. He did the do you, do you, and I do. Um, he picked two fans who were getting married and reached out to them, and they told him the story and, and everything, and he said, okay, I'll, I'll officiate your wedding. So, And he did. The, the bride had right. a, a championship belt. The uh, the Raw Women's Championship, and uh, it looked like the the groom, his instead of just like a traditional tuxedo, he had like the Bret Hart or something along those lines, bright pink now jacket. That you, now that you say that, I remember uh, this <coughs> yeah. picture. So uh, congratulations can, to them. I think it, just anyone can become like ordained to like yeah, just about. I mean, you can do it online these days. So Is this a, did he say why? He just like I want to be someone who. I think I might have this wrong. Isn't his dad like a pastor? That's what I was going to say. I think his dad is is involved in the church, so maybe it was something that, you know, he wanted to do. So, who knows? But congratulations. Um, 
Matt Hardy continues to tease his broken character. Uh, on Twitter, he's changed it from Matt Hardy V1 to conflicted Matt Hardy. There are supposedly negotiations between WWE and, and Impact. Yeah, uh, WWE's trying to attain, obtain the rights to the character from Impact, and uh, I guess negotiations are underway. So, will we see it? Maybe. Here's the thing: like, it's at a certain point, it's the it's just the price, right? Because yeah, that's pretty much what, it. What is the gimmick worth to them without the Hardys? No right. one's going to accept it from anyone else, and mm-hmm. the yeah, WWE would kind of be. I mean. Of course, the WWE isn't just going to spend anything on it. You know, it's got to be, you know, a feasible amount of money. But still, like, why would <laughs> why would TNA, like, price themselves out of the market on this? You know what I mean? Because it's only good for the Hardys, you know? So, well, like, I know they got to get something they want for it. But. They could introduce a character to tag along with Robbie E. His last name is D, first name Har, and then he could he could get broken. They could be broken Hardy. That could happen, uh-uh. or 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 WWE can send like Christian back over for a show or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, he's uh, done. They don't ha- they don't have that chip anymore. They'll have TJP return to suicide for a one match thing. They keep him in the mask. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like waving the mask on. Hello there. Um, in other impact news, according to PW Insider, Bob Ryder, Jeff Jarrett, and Karen Jarrett, uh, Karen Jarrett, all got into a big heated argument. Um, there's speculation as to what it's about. We don't know. I'm just reporting it. So, again, it's all speculation. Uh, returning to Impact, I don't know how you guys feel about this. Scott Steiner returning to Impact. I'm well, it's probably a one-off. Yeah, it's for the Bish- uh, it's for the Bish- I almost said Bishop. <laughs> it's for the Borash and um, Josh Matthews thing. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people were were saying, man, that's kind of kind of weird. Didn't he have a lawsuit against Impact Wrestling? And you know, new management dog. <clears throat> yeah, um, who knows? Scott Starner doesn't do management. So. Yeah, maybe so maybe they work something out. Uh, in other impact news, Eddie Edwards has suffered an injury and is going to need knee surgery. So Ooh. hopefully he uh, recovers and uh, gets back in the ring better than ever. Just sucks. Um, final bit of hot topic news for you guys. NXT has made a little spring cleaning. Uh, they have released Andrea DeMarco, Chris Atkins, and Josh Bredel or Breedle. <laughs> the Yeti. The uh, the 2015 Tough Enough winner. So uh, once again, Tough Enough proves it's completely useless. No point in having winners in that because they're just going to get released anyways. There have been yeah. some, some, some success stories from Tough Enough, but none being the winner. Um, I know you're going to say Maven, but I'm talking no, about actual was, success. After that, I was going to say there is some more news. All right, go for it. Uh, what's the deal with like MTV and something with like CM Punk's going to be on the challenge or something? Oh yeah, it's going to be like pros versus something. So he's going in there as one of the pros, as an MMA fighter. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said he's a f- MMA fighter and former WWE champion. So. So someone's going to okay. fight him. 
No, they're, it's going to be. Do you remember like the old road rules challenges? Yeah, and so it's going to be similar to that. I used they're going to gonna, love they're, they're going to do certain challenges and win money for their charities. So should be cool. cool. It'll be interesting. I'll I'll probably check that out. Um, Me too. I really yeah. like those things. I stopped watching them, but for like decades, I watched the fuck out. Of I used to, yeah, I used to be all about those challenges. Those were a lot of fun. Um, I used to really love the real world. I don't even. Do they still do the real world? <laughs> they do. Kelsey watches yeah, them. They they're not. They're not they that great, but Kelsey watches them. They don't do uh, road rules anymore. But there's this other little dating show that they do, and then they replace uh, road rules with that. So when they do the challenges, really, what's that, the show? That dating show. People. What's the? Oh, the Is it that? Are you the one? Yeah, I think that Kelsey it. loves that show. Basically, they take. Yeah, I've never seen that. Basically, they take like. 10 guys and 10 girls, put them in a house, get them all drunk, and they're like, oh, by the way, y'all are... So, real world. Yeah. And they're like, hey, by the way, y'all are our perfect matches. Y'all need to y'all need to find out... You almost said fuck. Y'all need to fuck. <laughs> well, there's plenty of that that happens anyways. But they're like, you guys need to pair off and figure out who's your perfect match, and we're going to have challenges to where you can find out if you really are, and... If you uh, and at the end of the week or however long after three days, I don't know, you're gonna line up, say this person's my perfect match, that person's my perfect match, blah 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 blah. Uh, and if you get if you get it all right, you win a million dollars. But if you don't, then you have to try back next week. And it's 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 weird. Hmm. It's drama filled. Yeah. Are there any like old? Are there any like old fucking people from like the past challenges that are still doing it? Of course, because that's all those people do. House pretty much, make money. yeah. Like they'll they'll bring in yeah. some of those people every once in a while. I don't know. Yep. I bet CT is like on the fucking the newest <laughs> one. What else is that guy gonna do? I'm surprised they haven't tried to reach out to Miz. <laughs> well, he like, did that reunion that one time. Oh, really? He like yeah. went, it was when he was like Intercontinental Champion <laughs> or something. He like brought the belt with him. Oh, nice. That's cool. Anywho, you guys got anything else? Not really. Nope. No. All right. Well, it's a short show this week, but that's all right. Not too bad. Um, but, yeah, if you have any questions for us, put them on our YouTube channel, WS Video, also our Facebook page, WS Podcast. Uh, also leave your payback predictions on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Uh, you can check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com and WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. All you have to do is... Blah, blah, blah. Can't talk. Is what? Uh, it's lost my train of thought. You, uh, just search WNS Podcast to find us. He's Damn. I couldn't even think of that. He's struggling. Yeah. Uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel is at WNS. Discord Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler. Yeah, so for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. Tyler Abear. I'm Doug. We will catch you all next week.